Section 38 of Criminal Investigation, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jennifer Dahlman. Criminal Investigation, A Practical Handbook for Magistrates, Police Officers, and Lawyers, Volume 1, by Hans Gross. Translated by John Adam and John Coyer Adam. The expert in how to make use of him continued. B. Particular cases of the employment of photography. It is hardly possible to exhaust by complete enumeration the number of cases in which photography may be employed. It would be necessary to gather together with great trouble all cases known to date and, even if all were registered, the list would no longer be complete tomorrow. No other pretension is here made than to give a few examples in order to encourage others to search out new realms in which photography is capable of rendering us service. Speaking generally, it may be said that it should always be employed when it is desired to obtain absolutely objective, permanent, and easily controlled proofs capable of bringing about a conviction. The sensitized plate is the new retina of the man of science. Professor W. Vogel It may then be said that photography may be employed every time that there is room to suppose that the camera sees further than the eye, or, if it does not see further, each time that an object should be fixed for future reference. The photograph is the image reflected by a mirror, but it is a fixed image. This definition itself proves that photography, however paradoxical the assertion it may appear, shows us more than the eye, even when it shows us no more than the eye can see. A painter, and especially a portrait painter, after having worked for a certain time, places his portrait before a mirror and considers the image which the latter reflects. He often discovers great faults which he was incapable of seeing upon the portrait itself. The reason is that when one looks for a long time at an object, especially when one has been doing so since its origin, and been assisting at the whole of its development, one always sees it under the same aspect, which prevents certain defects from being noticed. But when the image is reflected by a mirror, one sees the object under lateral inversion, and in consequence under another aspect. Details may then perhaps be discovered which formerly escaped notice. In photography, exactly the same may be said. An object has been observed with great minuteness and application. A whole series of observations have been made regarding it. Nothing striking has been noticed about it because one has become accustomed to its appearance. But if it be photographed, the new color the new situation and the new aspect enable us to see it from another point of view and reveal fresh details which have yet to be discovered here then we have to start with quite a number of cases in which photography may be useful that is to say each time that an object and its particular relation and position with respect to other objects is difficult or impossible to explain for example in the case of an accident supposed to have been caused by a criminal hand but which cannot easily be explained in its entirety the photograph of the scene of the accident will be able to perhaps at once 
perhaps later to furnish the desired explanation it is the same when one has doubts regarding the manner in which thieves have set to work in a burglary when the position of the corpse is unnatural when conclusions may be drawn from that position without having sufficient proof for doing so at one's disposal and finally when it is a question of the appearance of wounds writings results of arson etc we have all had occasion to say this position ought to give me an important clue for finding the correct point of view such a reflection ought to always make us photograph the object the photograph in fact procures us another point of view another way of looking at things and often the desired explanation and if the investigating officer who has himself seen the surroundings of the offence does not find the solution perhaps another to whom the photograph is subsequently shown will find it therein but if no photograph exists no one will any longer have the exact position of the object before his eyes and we shall never obtain the explanation we are looking for another class of cases exist in which objects may be photographed first on every occasion on which it is the duty of the investigating officer to see and describe an object and its position in such a manner that persons who have subsequently to deal with the case may be enabled to form as clear an idea thereon as possible theoretically the judge trying the case the public prosecutor the expert the counsel for the defense and the jury or assessors ought to see everything the investigating officer has seen as this is generally impossible the investigating officer has to supply the lack of a direct view by description but how much clearer more convincing and more objective this description would be if he had supplemented it with photographs in cases such as the following we ought to photograph places where a man has been killed where there has been a quarrel where a child has been abandoned where a person has been a victim of an accident the scene of a fire the scene of an important railway smash boiler explosion collapse of a bridge house or other building the scene of a burglary decoity or the counterfeiting of a coin a disputed water channel in cases of rioting connected therewith and many others which will occur to the mind as occasion arises we will here cite a typical example demonstrating that photography may aid us even without our knowledge during the riots at the time of the marriage of prince croy at brussels several young men were arrested who pretended that they had taken no part in the affray and had been carried into the crowd by chance and against their will but a policeman happened to notice that an amateur photographer had not allowed the occasion to escape of taking an instantaneous photograph of the riot from his window the photographer was asked for a proof which was immediately enlarged and it turned out that several of the young men under arrest the so-called passive spectators were in the photograph they were distinctly recognizable and as unhappily they were represented with mouths wide open to shout and arms in the air brandishing sticks they immediately gave up their line of defense that they had been dragged into the disturbance against their will a report of a similar case appeared in the daily express at the time of the assassination of president mckinley during that fatal visit of the murdered president to the buffalo exhibition 
the cinematograph was of course in constant activity an exquisite series of living pictures showed the president as he delivered his address and shook hands with the people who approached him all of his movements shortly before the moment when the fatal bullet struck him were fixed upon the films when some days later these living photographs were developed at the edison laboratory and examined by the officers of the criminal investigation department a discovery was made of the greatest importance among the closely packed multitudes surging around mckinley one face and figure stood out with striking distinctness it was cosglas the first pictures of the series show the president as he steps on the platform and begins his speech a man is seen next making his way with difficulty through the crowd various people whom he pushes recklessly aside turn around on him with angry looks undisturbed however he forges ahead and seems to succeed in making his way through the living wall then he stands still for a second and turns his face unsuspectingly towards the camera desperate resolution can be seen in his eyes then he goes on further pushing and thrusting until he is almost immediately before the president again he faces the camera at this moment he seems agitated and excited now his hat is knocked over his eyes and hastily he puts it back he then looks wildly around and appears as if waiting for some one in the multitude and expecting a signal thousands of people are in the picture with him but most of them stand with their backs to the camera the features of all who turn around are clear enough to make them recognizable in the photograph from these films drawings were taken for the secret police service with the object of discovering by their help some clue in the confederates of the murderer acquittals have also been brought about by accidental photography the amateur photographer relates how an englishman was accused in rio de janeiro of a murder of his brazilian colleague a few days before the two had a violent quarrel but this was stated to have been amicably made up and on the day in question they went together for a sail in the harbor in a small yacht in the evening the englishman returned with the dead body of his friend on board and stoutly maintained that the death was due to an accident his companion having fallen from the masthead on to the deck an oar was missing and the medical experts gave it as their opinion that death was the result of a blow on the head with a stick and that an oar might possibly have been the weapon used an inquiry was proceeded with and the previous quarrel made things look very black against the accused now a passenger on a steamer had happened to take a snapshot of the harbor and on developing it a dark spot was noticed on the white sail of a small yacht which chanced to be in the neighborhood on this being enlarged the spot proved to be the body of a man falling from the mast thus conclusively proving the truth of the englishman's story and bringing about his acquittal apart from such situations perishable objects of those likely to change their appearance should also be photographed firstly wounds especially when the instrument with which they have been made is unknown or when the relative position of the aggressor and the victim is doubtful or when it is not certain whether the wound has been inflicted upon a person while living or after death secondly footprints impressions of which cannot be taken and whose relative position is of some importance it may even be said that all footprints ought to be photographed before the impression of them is taken thus provision would be made against every eventuality for the impression may not succeed and the footprint may be destroyed 
thirdly the same holds with fingerprints upon the body of a victim of an assault or upon other objects apart from their scientific interpretation the size shape and general appearance may be of great importance see post section eleven fingerprints fourthly the position of a person killed ought to always be photographed and from different sides if one is sure that the corpse is still in its original position and has not been moved by earlier comers a whole series of important clues will the author believes be furnished by the following property of the photographic process this process renders red and brown darker and clearer than they appear to the eye and the photographic plate also reproduces the colors red and brown even when a human eye cannot see them at all this peculiarity explains the often cited case of the smallpox woman a woman apparently in the best of health had her photograph taken and when the photographer developed the negative he noticed that the face and the neck were spotted over with a multitude of dark marks yet the photographer did not remember having seen such marks upon the skin of the woman his astonishment was increased when he learnt that the woman had become ill some days later and that her illness was smallpox this fact is only explicable on the assumption that the marks of the illness were already existent when she posed for her photograph but they were not yet but slightly red and that the sensitized plate had registered them when the human eye was unable to perceive them experts in color are also aware of similar phenomena photographs sometimes show marks on the face for example on the cheeks which are not noticed naturally these are old injuries which the lapse of years has rendered invisible to the eye but they have left a little redness which is clearly brought out by photography these remarkable facts lead us to believe that it is possible in a general way to render brown and red marks yet in a latent state visible by photography every pressure exercised on the skin of man results in the breaking or at least in the inflaming of small veins and each time redness is produced if the pressure has been very feeble the redness will exist objectively but will not be discernible by the eye this redness is particularly common after scratches attempts at strangulation blows with the fist falls squeezing and also after inflammation caused by poison heat rubbing etc when the attacks are not severe but for most cases the important thing is not to prove that there has been an attack of a particular violence it suffices to know that there has been an attack and the traces must be looked for on both the victim and his aggressor who no doubt wishes to pass them off as marks of resistance in the case of legitimate defense the question is specially serious if the victim has been wounded when already at the point of death and when the beats of the heart are already weakened in these cases the blood can no longer spurt forcefully from the injured blood vessels and even an energetic attack may produce only slight redness it is easy to conjecture cases which may be met with in practice for example a person has been suffocated by cushions or other soft articles so that no exterior trace of violence can be perceived the verdict would most likely be natural death but the photograph will perhaps discover very distinct traces of strangulation or perhaps indicate that the individual in question has been firmly held and then stifled in the same way there may be found on an individual who has apparently committed suicide by hanging bruises or effusions of blood towards the skin which the eye will not notice 
but which the photographic plate will render visible these contusions will often permit of the supposition that death has been preceded by a struggle see chapter sixteen section four it is also important to establish the existence of traces of resistance on the person of the supposed aggressor the person assaulted may have given him blows or scratches or attempted to choke him but so feebly that the camera is alone able to discover the marks moreover the redness produced we are of course always dealing with white-skinned persons may have been very distinct at first and have disappeared by the time of arrest so that only photography can establish its existence it therefore seems the right thing to do in all cases of suspicious death of white persons to have the corpse photographed as well as the suspected assailant when resistance is believed to have been offered and to search on the body for traces of redness nor ought we forget objects from which an attempt has been made to obliterate marks of blood for example linen floors walls etc it is difficult to submit large surfaces to chemical and microscopic examination but if they be photographed perhaps the places where such marks exist will be discovered in the particular spot once found microscopic and chemical examination may be proceeded with see chapter fourteen section four in certain circumstances the photographing of internal organs may be also recommended for example the brain mucous membrane of the respiratory channels or stomach when it is not known whether such redness is natural or not in poisoning cases it may be possible to determine with greater accuracy the moment which the poison has been absorbed when for example fairly large particles of arsenic remain for some time attached to the mucous membrane of the stomach the latter becomes inflamed at the places where the arsenic has remained longest if this redness is imperceptible to the eye it is possible for photography to discover it and therefrom can be deduced the length of time that the arsenic has been in the stomach footnote on the page as regards the photography of latent red marks the editors request that anyone who may make experiments in the matter to communicate the results to them especially with reference to dark-skinned persons End footnote. with respect to this it should be remarked in a general way that on an ordinary photographic plate colors do not come out as in the reality that is to say they do not make the same light and dark impression as they make in nature even those plates known as orthochromatic plates are incapable of completely remedying this red and brown become as has been said darker blue and violet generally appear lighter but also at times darker according to the chemical nature of the coloring matter fluorescent bodies influence the shades of the colors in various ways green generally becomes somewhat darker yet bodies are known for example the green flower of the gooseberry which comes out quite light natural colors photograph better than artificial the photograph of a bouquet of natural flowers will give a much more accurate impression than that of a painted bouquet however faithful the painting may be in many cases these small details must not be overlooked we also should mention that in some circumstances it is good to take several photographs of the person who is shamming for example when dealing with an accused who constantly contracts the muscles of his face rolls his eyes makes impossible grimaces etc and thus leads us to suspect shamming he should be placed in a room lending itself to photography 
well lit and furnished with a trap permitting observation without being oneself seen a sufficient opening is also arranged to hold the camera which is brought into play when the person under observation is in a good position and is behaving naturally needless to say the photograph must be an instantaneous one nor must it be forgotten that magnesium light photographs are often necessary when for example a corpse has been found on a busy road and it is not advisable to wait for daylight owing to the heavy day traffic to photograph blood or footprints the spot must be photographed with the aid of artificial light in section thirty eight